0: Let's get it. This is the Back Row Bengals Sports Podcast. Now, finally, brought to you by Fansided.com, a part of Minute Media. Thank you guys all for allowing me to get to a following where I can get a partnership. And we are with Fansided.com. We're so excited to be there. This is our first, po- first podcast doing it. And who else would I rather have on than the Ice Man himself? <laughs> Jeff, Strawberry Ice. <laughs> strawberry Ice. Cincinnati Sports with Strawberry Ice. Welcome to the Back Row Bengals podcast. Your first Back, back Row Bengals podcast, but not yeah. this time. We've been
1: talking together. How you no, doing, man? Good, man. I Appreciate it. I'm, I'm glad to be the the first uh, guest on your uh, your new your new venture you're doing here. This is this is awesome. I'm, I'm very excited for you. This is great.
0: I, I wouldn't have anybody else. And you just got off you just got off your podcast a little bit earlier. Uh, what's what's that called? So everybody can find uh, you.
1: Sports with Strawberry Ice.
0: Sports with Strawberry Ice. And, and I'm yeah. assuming everybody that's following me. Has to be following you because I would if, hope so. Listen, if you're a Bengals fan or your Bearcats fan or a Cincinnati fan, and you do not follow the Ice fan, you don't follow Strawberry Ice, you don't follow Jeff. Big mistake. You need to go follow <laughs> him right now. Go follow exactly,
1: him. exactly. We talk Bengals, Bearcats, Reds, all kinds of stuff. Everything, everything,
0: and we are going to get to I would say the best part of the weekend. Let's go to Sunday, one o'clock at Baltimore. The Bengals go in and absolutely deliver an ass whooping. To the Baltimore Ravens, something we haven't seen in a very long time. Jeff, what was your first reaction to right after the game? Well, give me everything. Give
1: me everything. My first reaction was holy crap, we just kicked kicked the rat bird's ass. And then my the second ass. my second reaction was I went and did a victory lap around the bar that I, I was at. <laughs> so if anybody follows me on, on YouTube or, or, or Facebook or or Twitter, I, I like doing victory laps around my neighborhood. So I, I did that. I did that when I got home too. So I did two victory laps. That's how that's how excited I was about, about this. Uh this game but dude they they went in there and i'll be honest Josh i thought they were going to go i thought they could win mm-hmm. but i thought it was going to be a, a one two score you know maybe win by a field goal yeah. i don't think we kicked their ass i mean we we kicked their ass we shut lamar jackson down which that part didn't it didn't surprise me because we did do that last year in the first game against the Birds, mm-hmm. but our offense sucked last year right and jamar chase i i'll hold my hand up i was team chase all day every day I, that yes, boy sir. is a baller he has more yards than anybody in NFL history. Do you believe that, Josh? History.
0: It's incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible. And I, I heard this today. Somebody somebody asked me. I was on a podcast last night, and uh, somebody asked me, do you think it's a, a – uh, a, uh, uh, not a complaint uh, – an insult to Jamar Chase that people are comparing him to Randy Moss? They're saying it's an insult to Jamar Chase – that they're comparing him to Randy Moss. That's how highly everybody is thinking of Jamar Chase.
1: That's wow. how good everybody thinks he is. Absolutely that's, incredible. That's Phenomenal. a new one on me. I, yeah, uh, Randy Moss in, in my lifetime is the – now, stats-wise, I hate to say it, but Jay Rice is, is the greatest of all time. Mm. But that I've seen athletically and just you couldn't stop. Randy Moss, Randy Moss is, they have a segment called You Got Mossed because really? there's a reason for that because he would moss you every time. Mossed so yeah, his if, ass. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're yeah. comparing, if Jamar Chase to getting any comparison to Randy Moss, if they're saying that's an insult to Jamar Chase, wow, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a new one on me, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're putting, they're putting Jamar Chase, they're putting Joe Burrow, they're putting him in really elite company. You got the Joe Montanas, you got, you uh-huh. got Jamar Chase with, with Randy Moss. It is absolutely incredible. It's just something we haven't seen and something that Lamar Jackson hasn't seen is 5 sacks. Exactly. How well did this defense play on on Sunday?
1: How good were they? Josh, just this, this defense played tremendous. And, and and the good thing and I was just saying this on on my show earlier is that the defense did exactly what they're supposed to. Nobody did any more than they were supposed to. Everybody kept the gaps, kept Jamar mm-hmm or excuse me, Lamar in, 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 in the pocket. There's only one time he really ran, and they didn't get that far. I think he got like seven yards or something like that. Something like that. But that was it. I mean, there was a play that uh, I got to give it to Sam Hubbard, and, and Sam Hubbard went past him, you know, and then all of a sudden Lamar kind of steps up, so Sam puts the brakes on and jets back down to him and sacks him. Yeah. I mean, Lamar Jack- and Lamar Jackson had an opening to run, and he didn't. That's how messed up Lamar Jackson was, and Sam still got him on the ground. So that, that just goes to the motor that everybody on this defense has. They don't stop until they get to the ball. Yeah. Yeah, and, and
0: right, and, and you, th- you think, I mean, that's a lot of years of us not even seeing that. I mean, I remember the years of Carlos Dunlap, and as much as I love Carlos, he would admittedly take plays off. You don't see that with this defense. You don't see that with Trey, with, uh, Trey Hendrickson. You don't see that with Sam Hubbard. You don't no. see that with Larry Ogunjobi, who had one of, his, hit one of his best games in his entire career. Uh, if you go right. to the Brian uh, Baldinger, uh, the all 22 that he yes. does, the breakdown of, of Ogan it, it it's immaculate. Because, I mean, he, should, he really is a no name guy. It's an interior defensive lineman. I know that from high school. I mean, I was making all the plays, so my name was all over the place. But that being said, uh, sure, sure. It, yeah, I was just saying, <laughs> this, I, I'll toot my whole hey, It's my podcast now. I can <laughs> toot it whenever I want to. Jeff. Exactly. Exactly. I can it whenever I want to. But, I, I mean, this defensive line, it just was had to be the story of the day. Now, that goes back to, I mean, how good were the linebackers and then how good were the, the second? Well, I mean, this well, defense altogether.
1: Well, one thing, how, how many times have we complained the last couple of years about the Bengals not making tackles? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're, yes. they're making ta- that It's not just one guy. It's two, hmm. three, four, five guys. They're all going to the ball and making yeah. sure that guy who's got the ball is getting on the ground. Yeah. And you, it's usually the first guy. If it's not the first guy, the second guy gets them. They don't, once they get there, you don't get past them very often. So the the thing is with this defense, all the stuff we complained about, we're not complaining about this year. No. They're making tackles. They're they're getting pressure on the quarterback. I mean, you're getting. I mean, uh, Sam Hubbard and 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 uh, Trey Henderson. are compiling for 10 and a half sacks. That's ridiculous.
0: Right. Ridiculous. I it mean, is. that's all. We
1: got Larry Joe come up. We stole B J Hill from the Giants. Stole. stole him. Stole him.
0: Stole him. Stole him. And, and, and you don't. Yeah, and you don't hear his name that often. But it was. And I'm going to go back to exactly what you said. This team played discipline. Yes, discipline mm-hmm. stayed in their lanes. They didn't over pursue, which right. is what kills teams. It's what killed us plenty of times in the past. What also killed us is having Nick Vigil at linebacker. That also <laughs> killed us. that dude was awful. I think he is one of the worst Bengals players as a starter in one of, in franchise history.
1: I'm just well, saying. how how about Logan Wilson? I think Logan Wilson Man. is. He, he, I think he's on on pace to, to get his first All Pro. Oh, and I. I got, I kind of said this on my show. I said I don't know if he's going. He's not. I'm not saying he's going to be Ray Lewis or anything like that. But he's going to be up there. He's going to be something to contend with the years to come. Oh, oh, but I thought I thought Lamar. I
0: thought Lamar was supposed to show him up. I I thought (laughs) I thought Lamar was supposed to run all over. I thought Lamar was supposed to pass for eight thousand yards on that game.
1: Yeah, that (laughs) didn't happen. happen. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. well you had the whole the whole blowing up of what uh, Logan Wilson said the week before, where he said he's a. A running back to play quarterback. Which look, Lamar Jackson is an elite athlete. If you put him at running back, he'd be great at that. If you put him at wide receiver, he'd be great at that. The thing that I've kept saying, and I was a little, ba- I was backing off of this a little bit uh, toward the end of last week, is I said the way to beat Lamar Jackson is to make him throw the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to make him throw the ball. I said cause he's yep. not that accurate. Now this year he's gotten more accurate. I'm like, well, I don't, it, you know, it might not work, but I still take my chances on making him throw the ball. Sure, I, I, make him throw the ball. He 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 hit a bomb to Hollywood uh, Brown. That was it. That was a hell that of was throw. It. a hell yeah. throw. Oh, the hell of a throw, mean, hell of a catch. Yeah. But yeah, that was right. really it. They didn't do yeah. anything else, really.
0: No, absolutely not. And that just goes to, I mean, we played a, a and they, we, there's something, something that is starting to actually come up, and everybody's starting to notice it. Everybody's starting to notice the Bengals now. A lot of absolutely. people weren't talking about them. They'll now. Uh, But the unity of this defense and the unity of the team altogether, and they're playing, they're not playing hero ball. They're not over pursuing. They're not overextending. They're not blitzing to go get the tackle. They're blitzing to fill their lanes. And that's exactly what stops the Baltimore Ravens is a disciplined defense. And that's exactly what they did. And, and, I mean, you kind of nailed it on the head. I mean, Lamar Jackson, he's an elite athlete. It it is what it is. We're going to have to be dealing with him for quite a while. But I got to say, I mean, he's not going to go anywhere. But I got to say, now it, this game right here showed me that who's got the best quarterback in the AFC North, and that's the Cincinnati Bengals.
1: Absolutely, I think we got a question, question here on Twitter.
0: Yes, we do. We have a question from Harambe H mm-hmm. Hude or you know, let me read H Hude sixty nine. Hilarious name, I love that. <laughs> what do you think is the weakest position on the team? That's a, a, a great question. It's a great question. a great question.
1: I mean, I would and I would just talk about how. I don't think we need to go out and, and get one of these guys, but there really isn't a, a big weakness. But if, he, if I have to say one, I would have to say uh cornerback. That's the one I yeah. have just because I would agree. And nothing you. against Eli Apple. I think Eli Apple has played really well the la- last couple of weeks. Yeah. But if you are looking for a weak spot, it's that on the, and then the, the line, maybe the backups. But, mm. but right now, the way everybody's playing, there really isn't too many, too many weaknesses. What do you think? Yeah.
0: So, I mean, I mean, it's a great point. And with the trade deadline coming up, that's something that we need to discuss. It, that's why it's honestly, it's a really good question and a phenomenal Twitter handle. Um, but I would absolutely go with cornerback. I mean, Eli Apple, I mean, both, we both kind of agreed he's really, he's played past his potential. Like, yes. he's played past it. And it's, mm-hmm. and that's, and I think that's with the rest of the defense stepping up around him.
1: Now, well, the thing is, he was ne- he was never brought here to be a starter. That's what I was trying to tell everybody. It's like uh, he wasn't brought here to be a starter. Yes, he's getting starter reps because Trey uh, Trey uh, Trey Wayne's Trey Wayne's. I always say say Henderson. Trey Wayne's yeah. hasn't been able to stay healthy, and people get on Trey Wayne's about this. And I said this on my show. Look, he's getting injured. It's 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 not his fault. I mean, it happens. It sucks, but yeah. luckily yeah. Eli Apple has stepped up the last three games. I mean, mm-hmm. and and we're looking really good. I mean. Hopefully, I know you, me, are, are bearcat fans here. We're hopefully yeah. the Bengals will somehow figure out the way to get Sauce, and he could be our yeah. our corner next year. But I got a feeling we're gonna be picking too too uh, too late to get him.
0: It's gonna really, I mean, I really that's 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 starting starting to I'm starting to look at that. It's like okay, now we're starting to drop in the draft order. Ah, man, mm-hmm. if we if we get Sauce and we yeah. can have the same ovation that Sam Hubbard did on the Thursday night game. Chills, chills exactly. run through my body. Exactly. Um, I would say also another position that I would love to see is another edge rusher for the pass rush. Sam Hubbard's great on the run. He's one of the best run edge rushers in the game right now. On the pass, he's a little bit more middle of the pack. I would he's love gotten better. he's
1: gotten better this he's year gotten though. Better. He, he, yeah. He's
0: gotten de- definitely 100 well, percent He's gotten better, and him and the tandem of Trey Hendrickson definitely right. works. I would like to see another one for uh but pass the rush is- specific.
1: The thing is, people ask me that on, the, on my show all the time. It's kind of like they're not just out there on the street. You know, these guys. No. There's 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 guys that are available, but are they better than what you have? And mm. that's kind of the thing. Right now, we got some going pretty good, and this is goes to just think, just think how good this defense would be if Joseph Osai didn't get hurt. Oh my god! I, exactly. <laughs> that's the sca-
0: that's the scary part. <laughs> right. If Osai was still playing, I mean, I where would the hole be on this defense? And this is a defense that that really, before the season started, I said, if this defense could at least be, and I think you and I talked about this, mm-hmm. this defense could at least be middle of the pack. Yes. They could be middle of the pack. This team's going to be really good.
1: They're now, top 10 right now. This, this defense is top 10. This yeah, defense top, is top Top 10. five, maybe. Top five. Get closer to top five. I mean, and that <laughs> that's yeah. the thing. And, and that's the thing, Josh, and, and for, for this team to go as far as we want and, and to have special seasons. I kind of said this about the Reds, too. I said, you know, we have to enjoy this. Things have to happen that we didn't expect, like the Reds. We didn't expect the offense to be that great. We expected the front office to go get some help in the bullpen, which they didn't, and that's kind of why the team came the season came crashing to a to a to an end. But yep. this team, we didn't expect the defense to play this good. We expected the offense to play as good as it did Sunday, but that's the first time we've seen them play that good. Hell, we sure, might put right. fifty on the Jets the way the way our yeah. offense is rolling. So, right when you have something unexpected happen this good. That usually leads to better things. I'm not saying Super Bowl, but I'm saying, hey, we might get a first playoff win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll right. take it, that. Yeah. You, right. You've it, never seen a playoff win. <laughs> never.
0: I've never seen a playoff win. That is 100 percent correct. And and I was at I was at the, the playoff game against the Chargers, at the playoff game against the Steelers. What just the most depressing mm-hmm. walkouts I've ever had. Yeah, uh, I I don't even know which one was more depressing, but I will
1: say this: oh, mine, just- mine was the Steelers, the, the last game of Steelers. That, I thought, and, and I, I've awful. told this story on my on my show before. We we're at my neighbor's house watching it, and my son, uh, 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 Prince Ice, that's what I call him. He uh he came over, Sea Dog, and we're watching the game, and we got that touchdown. And I look at him, I go, "Oh my god, we're gonna win a playoff game." He goes, "Shut up, <laughs> <laughs> don't say that." Like, "It's like, oh, your crap. fault." It's my fault. They're it's like, your right fault. Right after that, it's I'll help goal. Like, son of them. That's you. That's on. You got to own, yeah. that. You gotta yeah, own it, that. It's on me. I, I, I'll I take ownership of that. But I was, I just, I was in shock. Like, dude, we're going to win. Yeah. So, and just going from that high of, oh my God, we're going to win to what the hell happened. That was the worst one for me. It yeah. it's, it's
0: terrible. It was awful. Yeah, all of it was awful. Uh, But, but. It did provide for me an incredible segue. Uh, So let's 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 take a look at the AFC North. Let's take a look at this playoff picture, and let's take a look around the AFC. Right now, your Cincinnati Bengals are the number one seed in the AFC. They're they're the number one in the AFC North. The division runs through the jungle. When was the last time we could say that? And uh, Mo Egger was was talking about this a little bit. Is that you know with these playoff these older playoff teams, uh, it didn't feel sustainable. And I could, and and I was like, "Yeah, that this deal, those teams didn't feel sustainable. It 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 always felt like it could break at any moment, or there was a ceiling to that Mm -hmm. team. This team doesn't really feel like there's a ceiling. It doesn't feel like this isn't
1: sustainable. It feels like this is something that can go on for a while. We feel that way because of one guy, the one right behind me, jackpot, Joey Burrow. Yes, sir. That's the reason. Can we all?" Kept And I I kept hoping beyond hope, you know, because we couldn't win uh, on primetime. We couldn't win the playoffs. We couldn't do – there's so many things we couldn't do, and it always came through fruition that we couldn't. We never did. We never of yeah. those. Right. But Joe Burrow is a difference maker. I mean, there's a oh, reason yeah. people are comparing him to Joe Montana, who I, I can't stand. He played for the Sucky Niners and beat us twice. But I'll take the comparison all day, every day. Now, Joe, he got talked about – they asked him about that in uh his press conference after the game, and – and Joe fashi rolled his eyes and oh, let's 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 relax on that. Let me let me be me. And that's what I love about Joe. Mm-hmm. He doesn't think that way. But that he's the reason people want to come here. He's the reason we have Riley yeah. Reef. He's mm-hmm. the reason we got a chance to win these games. He's the reason we feel this way. Because if all else goes bad, give the ball to to to, to Joe and let him cook. Let him go let do him go. something. Make a play.
0: Let him go. Let him go, and right, and and this it, it start it started with him, and then after that it started to branch out. And, and another guy that that has been here for so long. Stop it! That's my dog um, <laughs> I'm trying to get into the studio. That is my bedroom. Um, <laughs> uh, it starts. I mean, it start it starts out with Joe, and then it, it, it just trickled on down. And then I mean, you want to talk about somebody that's been here for a long time? I mean, he's the only one still here from that 2015 draft class. CJ Uzama, man. Yeah. CJ Uzama. Uzama. That that dude, he is a dude. He, he can, not only can he back it up on the field, he does it in the locker room. He does it in the press conferences and you feel his energy. You feel it. It radiates off him. And and he's a great guy. He's a phenomenal guy. And I think, I think he's one of these glue guys that keeps this locker room together. And I think there's a lot
1: of that in this locker room. Mm -hmm. They, they like each other. They really, they love each other. They really are pulling for, for each other. On, on what's going what you're moving forward in the season. And just want to get on you, CJ. Ooh, Zama. That's the way I say it. we, we need it. when he catches passes. We need to go. Ooh. Yeah. When he, when he, Why don't he, we do that? I don't know. I'm trying to get it going. But last year on, on my show, I, people after CJ got hurt, everybody was like, Oh, we got to get it. We got to fix the tight end spot. We got to fix the tight end spot. And I kept saying, dude, did you see it? I know it was only two games, but did you see the chemistry that him and Joe had? Mm-hmm. I said, that's pretty good. I, I mean, to, for two games. I was yep. pretty happy with that. Now my dog's barking. <laughs> but I, I was always, if he comes back healthy, I said, I think we're pretty set as far as our number one uh, tight end goes. And yep. CJ has, has stepped up. And, dude, Bagel's captain said this on my show yesterday, and I completely agree with him. CJ's a guy you'd want to go pound beers with. Exactly. Uh, yeah, a, great, be. a great guy to hang out with.
0: That's my profile header. It's him slamming a beer after <laughs> the win against Jacksonville. It's perfect. Yeah, exactly. no, it's it, 100% agreeing. I mean, you nailed it on the head. All right, we got way away from the topic that I wanted to get to. Go ahead, man. Sorry. Yeah, this is what I, I, did, I knew that. No, I just rambling. Us. No, no. Oh, yeah. this, this ain't just you. This is both of us right here. This is what it happens on your show all the time. How many times do we do that on your show? We just start rambling. We just start rambling. It's just because we're a couple of guys. This is why CJ Uzama needs to come
1: on this show. That's, I, no, he's gonna call my show first, and then yours. I'm just kidding. All right, <laughs> <laughs> whoever gets him first. Well, I, I, if you get CJ, then I'm your guest. If I get CJ, then you then then you're you're my guest.
0: Let's that do is. it, bro. Let's do it, brother. All right, so let's take a, let's take a look at the AFC North here. You got two of your win. We got we're two and zero. You got two of your wins at Pittsburgh, and you got it at Baltimore. You have the Browns after after the Jets this week. You got the Browns at home. They mm-hmm. are banged up. Mm-hmm. Don't know who's playing quarterback. Bengals are pretty much set up to win the AFC North. If they can go and they can beat the Cleveland next week, I think it's pretty much wrapped up. You got, yeah. you got your three and oh, two of them are, are away. I mean, I mean, Absolutely. where are you going to take your loss? And then also next week, Pittsburgh plays Cleveland. The question I want to ask you is who do you want? Who should we want to win that game?
1: <laughs> Bangalorian tweeted that out and, and, and he said, we're going to root for Pittsburgh. Like, no, hell no. I don't want to root for Pittsburgh, but in the grand scheme of things, yeah, mm-hmm. we should. But I mean, like you said, if we go and we beat the the clowns, it's just about wraps it up. Just about wraps it up. they still got to go win, and it's not over yet. But if yeah, you're one and zero against every single team in, in the division, which only left to beat is the clowns, mm-hmm. and I think that's very beatable uh, for 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 the team and for the Bengals. Yes, we I would say we root for for the Squealers to beat the Browns. But like you said, we're about to play the Jets, and I I said at the beginning of this. Uh, podcaster, I think we could put fifty on them. I mean, I yeah. really do. I don't know if we're going through or not, but that's that's the way this offense is playing. If they the got Patriots Flacco. can do it, yeah. And the, they the got Patriots. Joe Flacco as a quarterback. They just picked him up. Uh, so how good is is he going to be? I is mean,
0: he elite? Is Joe Flacco elite? It goes back. No. It
1: all goes back to that question. <laughs> it all goes, goes back. He had one good season. He had one great season. He did. I'll give it to him. But after that, no. He he's not elite. He's never has been elite. He had one really good season where he got paid. He cashed it in. Good job for Joe, but no, he was never never elite. But never then elite. going to going into the Browns game the, the week after that, they are banged up. They are, but I gotta give it to the Browns. I hate and I hate to do this. They they ran the ball against Denver. Now Denver sucks. I mean, yeah, they Denver are sucks. Yeah, they are awful. Yeah. But I was really impressed with the way that offensive line, the line is really good. And I will give it to the clients. Their offensive line is better than ours. But our defensive line is no joke. And we and nobody has been able to run on us at all this year. No. So I think it's a, I think I think it's a dub. Like we went on this road trip here, three game road trip thing. Right, hopefully we'll get, you know, two out of three or whatever, yeah. dude, we might win all three of them and then yeah. beat the Browns. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, so, I mean, so you go out here, you beat the jets, excuse me, you beat the jets. So that just, I mean, extend, extends your lead again in the AFC. Uh, the Baltimore has got to buy, so you can pick up a half game on them. Okay. Uh, I believe, Buffalo is on a buy, so you can pick up a half game on that. Because now we're not even we're not talking about just the I AFC. I think North Buffalo court. was on a buy last AFC. week. They're on a buy last week. Someone's on I a buy so. this week. Yeah, one leader. On in the last week.
1: Week. Somebody Maybe somebody in the AFC. Because they're because they, I just saw the record before I started, they're four and two. And oh, okay. five well, there and two. So they're, they're well, there I think go. they're on they either had a buy last week or they've already had it.
0: Well, there you go. So I'm but but we can start making some headway in the AFC because yeah. now it's not mm-hmm. just about the AFC North, it's about the entire AFC we gotta exactly. look, We got to
1: look at this entire conference. How, what what can we do? I mean, we're, we're to the point where we can actually seriously talk about getting and trying to go for home field advantage throughout the playoffs. That's what the number mm-hmm. one seed in the AFC gives you. That's yeah. that's huge. Oh, my you God. everybody every- going to go through the jungle to, to get there, like you said earlier. So, yeah, mm-hmm. the, these are big games. And, and just because we've had big wins doesn't mean that the Bengals need to let up on them because some people said, well, we got the Jets come up. They'll probably play down to them. I don't think so. Cause did you see how the guys were at the end of the game? Yeah, it was more business like. They weren't. Yes. You and me were going nuts. I'm doing yeah. victory laps around the place. I'm going nuts. crazy. Roof blew
0: off of my house. Blew yeah. off of
1: the house. They're they're just you know no big deal. We're supposed to win. They're, they act like they're right. supposed to win. Right. You get to that point. It. That's that's good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They, they. I mean, that's the thing. They're they're expecting. They're expecting to win, and that's one of the things that's so great about this team. It's their mentality, and I think that mm-hmm. comes from Joe Burrow. They even like CJ came on the presser and said, like just the way he goes about things, it it it's infectious because once he, you know, after the game, like even a big win like this and he gets 416 yards and three touchdowns and has a ridiculous game. It's on to the next game. It's on to the jets. And you know what? In the NFL, it's a week by week, it's a week by week season. The jets beat the Titans who just whooped the bills and whooped the Kansas city chiefs. So we got to, Right. It's a it's a week to week thing, but I do
1: believe that this team's gonna be ready and yeah, up you for can't it. you can't sleep on the Jets. No matter you can't sleep on any NFL team. I mean, how many no. times back in, in the nineties the lost decade, which I know you were pretty young back then, but there was, I don't know how many times that the Bengals would have that uh end of the year push where somebody was a playoff team or whatever, and this was the you know biggest game of the year coming in Cincinnati, and Cincinnati would knock them off. Mm. You know, that that uh, we're not at the end of the season at all, but you know. That's what could could happen if the Bengals don't bring their A game, which I just don't see that happening. Right. But one thing's cool too, and I I like keep putting this out there too, Zach Taylor outcoached a hardball. He outcoached him. Yeah, he really did. Hardball punted on his 40-yard line with the the best kicker in the NFL. I'm really, yeah, I'm
0: really shocked by a lot of things that that, uh, hardball did. One of the the really shocking things, and honestly, I think it was because he was scared of Joe Burrow. And and, and I'll I'll go into this. With Tim, with about You know, ten minutes left in the in the fourth quarter, it was a ten point game. Mm -hmm. Baltimore could have punted. They could Mm -hmm. have played some defense. They could have used their timeouts. There was no reason for them to go for it on their own forty yard line. Mm -hmm. But the reason is, he didn't want to give the ball back to Joe because Mm -hmm. he knows giving the ball back to Joe Burrow means a touchdown.
1: Yeah, that's something to say. That's something to say. Yeah, Joe Joe Burrow uh, Uno, the chosen one, were tearing them up. I mean, tearing it up. He went Uno went against arguably the best cornerback in, and definitely the best cornerback probably in the AFC North.
0: According to, according to Baltimore. Yeah. 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 Right. Right, 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 He killed right. him though. He, he killed him. Two Oh one, 201 yards. Yes. He abused them. He, 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 he smacked them back down to the basement. He took them out to the woodshed, grabbed the Louisville slugger and just stepped to the plate and put one to his dome. I mean, I mean, my God.
1: The thing that, that Jackpot, Joey Burrow, and the Chosen One, Jamar Chase, are doing is unprecedented. I mean, you yes. have a rookie wide receiver and a second-year quarterback coming in there and destroying the league. And I, I've said this, and if you guys ever follow me on TikTok, I'll do silly TikToks and say, you should be scared. Jamar Chase is here. He's coming. He is. He is. He is flat Nick, and, and, and just just think, for the next, you know, Really big quarterback who comes out of college and they draft his number one wide receiver out, out of college. They're like, Well, you got a standard of of Joe Burrow and and, and Chase a little up to. I mean, that, that's a that's a high bar that I don't know if I, again because this is so unique. They're just so good and, and they have such a great chemistry.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just some it's just something that we haven't that definitely the Cincinnati Bengals have probably never seen. I mean, I, I guess you can argue Carson Palmer and, and Chad Otrusinko, but let's be honest. Dude, neither these, neither one of them were as, no, as these, good.
1: these two. I, I think Joe Burrow, I think Jackpot Joe Burrow is going to be the best quarterback in Bengals history. And, oh, yeah. and I love yeah. Boomer Boomer's and I love Kenny Anderson. Huh. I think Kenny Anderson should be in the Hall of Fame, by the way. Him and Ken Riley just to put oh, that out there. But there's a another level that I still don't think Joe has even hit. I don't think no. I don't think Jamar has hit his right. level yet. I think oh, yeah. we're only seven games into Jamar's first game, first season. Joe Burrow just passed. I think he played play, played his seventeenth uh, game. He's yeah. just starting his quote, second year in the NFL, mm-hmm. and look what they're doing. the 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 ceiling is through the roof of what they what they could do. So, yes, I think Joe Burrow and and Jamar Chase are going to be the best wide receiver quarterback tandem in not only potential NFL history, but definitely the Bengals. Oh
0: yeah, one hundred percent, without a doubt. It, it, it's just, it's just the ceiling is so high, and I mean, you said it. I mean, this is Joe Burrow's seventeenth game. This is Jamar's seventh game. I mean, I mean, and, I mean. Then it goes all the way back to when Jamar Chase got drafted, and he said, "I want to break every single record," and everybody gave him crap. Even though you and I both said to each other, "It was like that's exactly what I want my wide receiver to say. I exactly. want my wide receiver to tell me that he's going to break every single record." And right, and know, the and thing is, well, he is well, doing it.
1: We said you said it we said it on my show when you were on there. I said and, and he's not coming across cocky, you know. I don't think he's just like I, that's goals. I want to break every record. I want to be the best wide receiver, and because and, I think uh, Randy Moss interviewed him on uh, Sunday, and he's got that chain that says the chosen one, you know, number yep. one. And you know why? Why are you? Why do you wear that? He goes, well, everybody, my family's number one. You know, we all strive to be number one. And the way he's just the way he says it. I mean, there's. The way Baker Mayfield says crap, see, he sounds like a, a cocky little sob. Yeah. Way Jamar and and Joe, they can say the same thing, but it sounds different. Now, it could be because I'm a Bengals fan, I'm not a Clowns fan, but I just I don't think they 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 sound different. They're yes. Baker says it to make you believe him. Joe and Jamar don't care if you believe them; they believe in themselves. I think that's it. the difference. They,
0: yeah, actually, that that's a that's an excellent point. I mean, when you look at the quarterbacks in the AFC North, and, and you look at Joe Burrow versus Baker Mayfield, and I had to argue with my friends all the time because they're all Browns fans, which is ridiculous. <laughs> um, but they, but before this season, it was always it's Joe Burrow versus Baker. But now during this season, obviously that there it's no competition. Uh, but that being said, you brought it up, and it's like Baker kind of says all the right things. He acts like he's this this tough, you know, go out there and I'm gonna put the city on my back. Joe just
1: does it. Yeah, he, just, he, just he does doesn't it. say anything. He just does it. Right. He just does it. That's it. That's the same with Chase. They just do it. they just they, do it. They're good. They know they're good. When you're at that level, you're good. You know you're that, that good. You don't have to to talk it. You can let your game.
0: Uh, so obviously, I uh, studied education. So I got to give you an education uh, related question here. If Uh-oh. you had to get, if you had to give Zach Taylor a grade, and you were his teacher, what would you give his grade for this game?
1: Oh, for this game? Yeah. Just, me, just this game.
0: game. Uh, let's go just this game because, because okay. if you look at just a game overall, you look at basically mostly play. Games.
1: Honestly, for this game, I'm giving him an, an A because an a? I think, yes, I think this is the, the the greatest game that he's had as far as yes. the Bengals head coach goes. Mm-hmm. And it's I, another thing I said on my show. I think last year when they beat the Squealers, I think that changed the narrative for the Bengals in their own head. Mm-hmm. We could beat them. We could beat these guys. We, they beat them w- without without Joe Burrow? They beat them without uh, how many guys are on IR? Ryan Finley. Them. Yeah, they, Ryan. They beat them with Ryan Finley. Ryan Finley, man. That, that goes to, to Zach. On okay, what I'm doing when I scheme stuff upright, it works. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Now go roll around to this year, and you're going into the to the Raptors game, and everybody's like, "All right, this is a prove it game for the Bengals." You know, prove it game for Zach Taylor. You're going against Harbaugh, one of the best quote unquote coaches in the NFL. Yada yada yada. And we whooped, our ass whooped their ass on all phases of the game: defense, offense, special teams. Still, could get a little better, but yeah, that's where. I Yes, I think it's it's an A. I'm not saying A plus or anything, but I think it's an A. It's definitely, definitely a, a, a B plus to an A is where, where I'm at. I mean, I hope it gets better, mm-hmm. uh, you know. But that's where I'm at with Zach.
0: Yeah, no, and and that's a great point. Absolutely, I mean, this is absolutely 100 Zach Taylor's best game that he's ever had. A best game? wait, it's it's bar none. And, you know, and I also agree that it started with that Steelers win. Uh, but, I mean, when you look at the game like this, and I'm not going to lie, I lost my trade. Okay, I got it. Um, when you look, I don't want I don't want Ravens fans to kind of take this the wrong way. I'm not trying to, like, turn this into an insult. But, they but... The, word, but <laughs> the Ravens play a style of defense that's very arrogant, which means they're blitzing all the time. And if you watch games with Joe Burrow in them he even said it you can't, you can't zero, zero him. me you can't <laughs> zero him you can't blitz him and when Baltimore kept coming out and they're filling the a gap and they're fill and they're coming they're coming they're okay let's not keep going because I'm gonna get a gif coming back and forth but they <laughs> they kept they kept blitzing and blitzing there we go we kept blitzing and blitzing I knew it I'm like they're not gonna be able to stop them because our receivers are way too good and our offense is way too good. So, and Zach Taylor knew going in that the Ravens were going to come out like that, and he schemed up a great plan in order to do that. So, I would say I'm going to give Zach, I'm going to give Zach Taylor an A minus. Great game. Always got room for improvement. I, I, mean,
1: I, I I'll, I'll one up. on I mean, that that that's a great point. And because Joe Burrow t- statistically is one of the best quarterbacks this year against the blitz, yep. against the zero blitz, and the Ravens knew mm-hmm. that. And they're like, ah, and I go with your arrogance. They're arrogant. Oh, well, he's good. It's not against us. we mm-hmm. He we, we can, he can't do that against us. Yeah. Bull bleep. He did. Yeah. He yeah. smoked your ass. Yeah. Sm- smoked him. Smoked it. Right. Exactly. And now
0: the Ravens can't just do whatever they want to against the Bengals anymore. Mm-hmm. They have to actually scheme. They made mm-hmm. the defensive coordinator for the Ravens look like an absolute dope. He did. <laughs> yeah. He did. I mean, it's just so. I. I I got to say, yeah, I'll I'll give that. And again, got to give it to Lou Anarumo for just, I got to give it to him, scheming up another great game plan mm -hmm. to stop the playmakers of the other team and stop them and limit everything. Five sacks. I'll
1: I'll put my hand up there. I I was not a Lou fan. I called him Lou Armadillo. I didn't think he, I didn't think his, I didn't understand the schemes or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and as the off season rolled around, I kind of started looking into it a little more, doing a little deeper dive. I kind of understood what he was trying to do. You know, so I'm like, okay, I can see how it might work if you get the players bought in. Because let's be honest, Carlos Dunlap, those guys, they weren't bought in. They, they didn't want anything to, to, to do with with lo- what Lou mm-hmm. wanted them to do. He's got the right guys in the building. And Zach said that before. We need the right guys in the building. Lou's got the right guys in the building to do what he wants. Right. Absolutely. It's working. And I, I like I said, I, I give all the props to, to Lou, Lou Anarimo
0: absolutely all right jeff man we've been going for about a half hour and i could probably keep going for another hour and a half but i mean you probably this is what your your second hour podcasting today yeah something like that something like, like I, that that's why i'm drinking a lot of water while i'm talking to you man you've been, <laughs> you've been just you know workhorse
1: man workhorse all right <laughs> jeff tell all the people how they can find you brother well you follow me on all my social media platforms all under sports with strawberry ice i'm on facebook twitter and instagram and then the youtube channel same thing called sports with strawberry ice. Make sure you go there. You subscribe. You hit the bell for notifications. Follow me on Twitter. Like I said, I'm on TikTok. Um, pretty much wherever you have any social media. Oh, yeah. I'm also on Instagram. All under Sports Strawberry Ice. Check it out.
0: All right, Jeff, man. Thank you so much. Always so much fun. I can't wait to have you back on.
1: Absolutely. Appreciate you, brother. Who day? All
0: right, who right. See you, brother. All right. That was Jeff from uh Strawberry Ice doing uh Cincinnati Sports with Strawberry Ice. Great guy. Love him. I have, every time I see him, he's always been super nice. So Go give him a follow. Uh, I am going to head on out. We went 30 minutes today, which is great. I love going 30 minutes, uh, able to talk to Iceman. And uh, he was really great. So we'll uh, we'll uh, probably end it right here. I got to go feed my dog. You've probably been hearing her our on at the door for a minute and a half. So I'm going to go do that. All right, y'all. This has been the Back Row Bengals podcast brought to you by fansided.com. Every single one of you made that possible, by the way. And from the bottom of my heart, I, I... I'm very, very thankful for you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, Let's keep moving. Let's keep building. Uh, Thank you guys so much. All right. Um, It's time to end the broadcast. See you guys later.